So girls and boys, <clears throat> um, we were going to say that Tom over here is the priest, but really, the true priest is sitting there already. Can you see that little book? Yeah, what is that? That's the Bible. That's the Gospels, right? So um, in a particular way, when we read from the Scriptures, we're not just listening to some book, but we're listening for God who's sitting amongst us. Um, and, and the way that we greet the Gospel is we sing that little hymn that you've heard us sing many times, the Alleluia. You know that one? So in a gentle, in a gentle voice, let's um, greet the Gospel by singing the Alleluia, hey? Alleluia, Alle, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. So, girls and boys, the Lord be with you. Let's listen very carefully to this passage, which we heard Ashley. Where's Ashley? Is that Ashley? We heard Ashley read it, but let's hear it again, a little bit more of it from the Gospel of Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they came together. And one of them said, one of them, a teacher of the law, tried to trap him with a question. Teacher, he asked, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. The second most important commandment is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law of Moses and the teaching of the prophets depend on these two commandments. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. What did you think about that little video you just saw? What did you see and how did it make you feel? Mm -hmm. He was helping the people, he was helping the, his neighbor, but the man was shaking his head like, don't do that. Okay, that's interesting. We're going to come back to that. People shaking their heads, yeah? I felt a bit like, um, I felt a bit happy that one of the men gave money to the girl that the girl could afford money to go to school. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that a few times and I usually cry at that bit. <laughs> I held back the tears today, but it's very emotional, isn't it? Yeah. I feel sorry for the people who don't have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. Um, interesting that that person was shaking his head and, and they were all sort of like, what's this guy doing, weren't they? Why do you think that is? What was that about? Why were they shaking their heads at the beginning? They didn't shake at the end. But at the beginning, they were like, why is this fellow bothering? Anyone? Someone else? Someone I haven't heard from yet? Uh, well, okay, if you've got it, you go for it. Um, the man was shaking his head because he, um, he was trying to say, don't give the girl money. Yeah, yeah. But why? Is he a bad person? Does he not want her to go to school? There's, there's something, there's something, yeah. He didn't want to. Okay. Have you ever heard the story? I forgot who it was attributed to, but there's this story about a little boy or a little girl or whoever, a little person we'll say, um, who was on the beach. And there were all these starfish on the beach. They're beached. They're out of the water, which means they're dying, right? <laughs> starfish need to be in the water to live. 
And there's a beach full of them, which means there's thousands, let's say, of starfish on the beach just shriveling up and dying. And this little kid is running and grabbing one and putting it in the ocean and grabbing another and putting it in the ocean. And someone walks past and shakes his head and says, what are you doing? And the child says, I'm putting the starfish in the ocean or they're going to die. You know where this story is going? Have you heard this before? Parents, have you heard this before? No? Um, he says, what are you doing? You can never save all of them. There's thousands of them and they're going to die. And the child sort of thinks for a second. And then he goes and grabs one more and he says, oh, um, what does it change? The guy says, what does it change if you, uh, if you do that? They're all going to die anyway. And he picks up one and he says, I changed it for this one. And he puts it in the water. It's like you can make a little difference. And the thing is, if you make a little difference again and again and again and again, and if all of us make a little difference all the time, pretty soon, kids who couldn't even afford school are going to school. Uh, plants that were dead are thriving with fruit and giving shade to stuff. And You know what I mean? Like You can actually change the world with your little bit of love. We shake our heads because we think that's never going to add up to anything. Is that a good thought or is that a bad thought? You know, the church calls that hopelessness. That's why hope is a virtue. Sometimes we think hope is just like a nice feeling of, oh, maybe it'll be okay. That's not what hope is. Hope is knowing that your little effort is worth it. It actually adds up. It actually changes the world. Um, there's one more thing I want to say. You've probably heard this. Um, who is the most loving person you can think of? Think of everyone you know. Maybe it's some of your teachers. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's your grandparents. Who's the most loving person that you know? Anyone? And parents, you're involved in this, hey? You know, loving people too, I hope. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good. That's the finish line. You stole my thunder. Uh, let's, let's backtrack a little bit from God. Were you going to say someone? Don't say God, okay? <laughs> what are you thinking? Do you know loving people? <laughs> I'm going to say you do, but I'll come back to you if you're ready. Yes. Okay, stop saying, these are my answers. You're taking my answers. What are your answers? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yourself. That's good. Okay, good. Okay, good. No one said their parents? You said parents? Um, siblings? You got brothers and sisters? Say that again. Your family? Yeah, your grandparents? Um, even Delilah out there, the therapy dog, she's a loving animal. <laughs> she's present to us. Um, yeah, last one here. Oh, thank you. Okay, you get the you get you get the chocolate bar at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah, last last actually last one. Yeah. Mary, cool. She's thinking, what other religious stuff can I say? Very good, very good. Okay. Um, here's the thing, and this is a bit of a this is a bit of a intellectual exercise. Is, of any of those people, would you say that person is love itself? They're what love is. They're the very substance of love. Like if, if, if there's love anywhere, then it came from them. Would we say that about any of those people? The answer is no, okay? The answer is no. Because um, we have to learn to love 
and we and we learn from the people around us. We learn from God uh, uh, in our lives. It's it's like it's what we're meant for. Like we're we're made with loving hearts, but in a sense we have to we have to learn to love. Like sometimes love can be a real challenge. Like when we're stuck with people who maybe test our patience, or maybe um, we're in very difficult situations where we're very tired, or we're um, hungry, or there's stress, or whatever. All of these things actually make it difficult for us to love. Because if it was easy to love, the world wouldn't have all those poor, you know, sad people in it. The world would basically be heaven. But the world isn't quite heaven, <laughs> because for whatever reason, we find it difficult to love. We find it difficult to love. Here's the thing, though, and we're going to run back to the answers that they stole from me. Um, when, when we look at God, we don't just say, oh, God is so loving. He's the most loving person we know. We don't say that. We say, God is love. Now, think about that for a second. Whatever exactly love is, and we all want it, and we all want to be able to feel it and, and, and express it. You know, like that's the kind of life we want, a life full of love. That's God. That's, that's what God is. God is kindness, mercy, gentleness, patience, forgiveness. All of that is who God is. Pretty cool, hey? Um, so we actually need God in our lives to experience that stuff in its fullness. If we want to be forgiving people, it's really hard without God. If we want to be patient people who can endure all sorts of hardships, it's really difficult without God. You know, we sort of make it up as we go if we don't have God with us. So do we want God with us? I didn't, I couldn't hear that. Yes. yes, okay. Well, let's close our eyes for a second and we'll invite God, even though God is always with us, we'll invite God in a particular way to come even closer than maybe he already was or maybe for us to come even closer than we already were.